Hello everyone. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. It's okay. Brought to you by Stencer. Stencer is a creative initiative with creativity at the root who help their audience create habitable spaces to enrich the quality of life and mental well-being. This podcast is part of the mind chapter in the journey of Stencer and in this series we will take you on our journey towards mental well-being. I am Kushal Jayaprakash and I'm your host and in today's episode I'll be talking about the relationship between passion and profession. I usually close my podcast with a statement or a quote that resonates with me deeply but today's topic echoes deep within my mind space and is very close to my conscience. I'd like to start today's deep conversation with this quote by Rumi. What you seek is seeking you. What Rumi tries to say is that the things you desire are seeking you in the same way you are seeking them. You don't need to read yet another book on finding your purpose in life or listen to yet another podcast about the meaning of life. You need to stop thinking about the future or the past and live in the present moment. So when you're present, you see things, you hear things and you get ideas. These ideas take you to places of your imagination. Don't limit yourself. Let your imaginations grow. Let it go to the unimaginable places, to the portals of creativity, to magical lands. Dream big. What you give to the world, no one else can. When something sparks your interest, follow it. Play with it. Make something out of it. and then share it with the whole world as i say the above words i recall all the times i felt like i was stuck in my journey always pausing to think if i was on the right path am i at the right pace of growth am i even making progress is this happening only to me i know i am not the only soul who asks this question for sure i have friends and peers who crib about their jobs all the time regarding the money they are earning or the work life balance There's this feeling of an ingredient missing from our lives all the time. We are constantly looking at each other and trying to figure out what's working for others and trying to implement that in our lives to achieve the so-called work-life balance or job satisfaction or even figuring out our passion. I believe in the concept of enjoying your own self in anything and everything you do. It can be your day-to-day activities like making your bed, taking care of your pets, plants, and even cleaning your living space. It can range from such small activities to giving a presentation on an important topic to your boss. When you enjoy yourself in the process of doing any sort of activity, you are bound to give it your 100% and also enjoy the process. The moment you start enjoying your own self, a lot of the issues regarding jobs, profession, and passion gets resolved slowly. Simply put, when we talk about profession, we can benchmark ourselves on these three major criteria. The first criteria being money. We all need money to have a good life. But how much money is good for you is determined by how satisfied you are with the money you are making and also depends on the kind of life you have imagined for yourself. You cannot have a low paying job and expect to be roaming around the world in private jets. You're obviously going to be miserable and crib about your job if you're not happy with the money you're getting paid for your work. And now let's talk about the second major criteria, work-life balance. This is a must in the world we live in. We all have complex lives and multiple responsibilities in life. Your 9 to 5 job cannot overpower your life and not let you have a personal life. 
Having a good work-life balance means that you're able to differentiate and create boundaries between your professional and personal life. And it's of a greater value that your co-workers and the organization you work for respect your boundaries and do not act like they own you and your life for paying you. Mind that they only pay you for your time and not for sacrificing your personal life. And now to the third and most important criteria, job satisfaction. This is one area where your passion comes into picture. If you feel fulfilled with the kind of work you do, you will find some amount of satisfaction in it. Now you might ask me that how do we benchmark our professions on these three criterias? Let me dive quickly into this one. My simple rule to this is out of the three, if a minimum of two boxes are ticked, then you have a fruitful career. Let me give a few examples on this one. The ideal scenario in an IT industry would be you would have a job that pays you good and you'll also have a job that provides you work-life balance. But what about job satisfaction? Most of the cases you'll not be doing things which you enjoy doing. So I think it's a big no on job satisfaction. And another situation would be if you're doing something you love, you will have the best job satisfaction and you might also have the best work-life balance in that one. But what about money? I don't think so. You'll earn a lot of money doing things what you like doing. And the final situation, I think it is rare at situations is that you have great job satisfaction and you have great money, but there's no work-life balance. So now you might ask me, does that mean that no one gets all the three? My answer to that would be a big no for now. <laughs> but I assure you that I'll rethink on my answer once I go ask this or get an opportunity to ask this to either Sundar Pichai or Elon Musk and get their version of it. Get their version on whether they have ticked all the three boxes. Until then, it's a no, no, no. And now what if the opposite happens? You either only tick one of the boxes or you don't tick any. What happens then? I think honestly, I have a very genuine suggestion to you, which at least worked for me. I would say that right now, open your laptop, open Outlook, write an email, draft a proper email, say that you are done. Post it to your HR, post it to your, I don't know, maybe the CEO of the company also saying that, I can't do it anymore. I have not ticked any of the boxes. Please leave me alone. What else would you expect me to say without enough money to afford the life you dreamt of? No work-life balance and a least satisfying job. I mean, it's very clear, isn't it? This job is not right for you. These are clear indicators that you need to take control of your career, job or profession or whatever you might call it and do something about it. That's all I can say at the moment, honestly. On a broader note, a profession or career is something that will give you a stable income and financial security to a certain extent. But does it also give you happiness? What about happiness? And not to forget the question of whether you're enjoying your company and the time you're spending with your peers. You spend a maximum of your awake time doing a job, working for someone and some organization. But you don't find happiness in what you do? Have you ever imagined what this does to your mental well-being, your self-esteem and your confidence? This does not just apply to your job, but to your whole lifestyle. It can be as simple as chopping an onion versus speaking on stage in front of a huge crowd. You should enjoy doing things first and then worry about the money, work-life balance and job satisfaction. 
Only if I enjoy doing the simplest task in my job would I be able to show off with interest and give my all to the job I'm performing and benefit from it, right? When I take that example of chopping an onion, though it gives me tears, I still enjoy chopping it because I have the bigger picture in mind. The bigger picture being that dish I'm going to make for myself and enjoy doing. Now try imagining this situation. Imagine that you go to a South Indian restaurant, say a Darshini for breakfast, and you order some onion uthapam. And when you get the onion uthapam, you are shocked to see that there's no onion in the dosa at all. And now you become very furious about the missing onions in your onion uthapam. And now go to the guy in the counter and ask him, where did the onions go in my onion uthapam? And guess what the reply would be. The guy in the counter says that our chef doesn't enjoy chopping onions sir that's why we don't add onions to our onion uthapam now how does that feel will you enjoy that dosa <laughs> i know that was a very very bad example but you get the point right all i'm trying to say with this cooking example is to enjoy the process of any task you're doing for a certain job or career or profession And on a personal note I have started cooking off late and I seem to be enjoying it. This mysteriously has taught me patience, empathy and planning all at the same time. Yeah, by chopping onions and shedding tears through the process I have learned these beautiful life skills. It's wonderful, isn't it? Now coming back to the topic, for me the question was never about whether I was following my passion or even if my profession had something or anything to do with my passion. To be honest, I haven't figured out what my passion is yet. I wonder if this whole drama around passion is a hoax at times. Let's take photography as an example. I've heard many people say photography is their passion and when they turn a certain age, they're going to quit their day job, pick up their camera gear and venture into the nature. And eventually they have plans of turning this passion of photography of theirs into a profession. No offense to anyone who thinks this way, but how are you going to afford all this with no job at that point? Okay, let's say you'll have savings or you have loaded parents or family who can support you. This solves the financial aspect of following your passion. But what about the onion you'll have to chop sitting alone somewhere in a tent in the middle of the jungle and shedding tears through it? Do you think you'll be ready to endure all of these tiny events or tasks that you'll need to get through to reach your goals? In this case, of clicking that one picture after waiting for i don't know how many hours right alone in the center of the jungle no right but i know what's exactly daunting in your heads you'll be like abe yaar kushal what's with your onion references man trust me this is where the answer to the million dollar question lies a simple photo once clicked will have a whole chain of events mysteries adventures and a whole lifelong story built as an anecdote within If selling that photo is profession, the journey you take up until clicking that photo is passion. I think this is what people fail to take into consideration about the smaller activities that are involved in your passion. I have this friend who loves to cook. In fact, she enjoys it and finds it calming, but hates serving food. She wanted to become a chef and open a restaurant as a retirement plan. The only part she loved here was cooking. Even though cooking was her passion, when someone explained all the steps involved in setting up a restaurant and becoming a professional chef and the stress it involved, she flaked. She enjoyed cooking but was not ready to endure all these other tasks that came along with it. And this is what people fail to understand. It is not an one thing aspect, it is the whole bigger picture. 
we need to understand the terms passion and profession separately passion is very vague and vast it's like they are two sides of the same coin but they are poles apart and still united simply put when you're doing a certain task or work think about the things you enjoy doing as passion and the things you don't enjoy doing as your profession what this will do is that this will help you to learn and develop in your passion and grow and adapt in your profession and now back to the professional aspect of enjoying your own self i have a life hack that i follow start doing more of the hard stuff you don't enjoy doing first this way you will keep the things you like doing towards the end and to reach that you'll have to go through the hard stuff first or you can even mix and match by doing one task you don't enjoy and then one task that you do enjoy you can twist this to suit your needs and mindset but you get the point right If you're a procrastinator, you can reward yourself at the end of each task to keep yourself motivated to get to the new item on the list. This helps you find a method to your own madness, which plays a key role when you're playing the long game. And now to talk about the passion aspect of enjoying yourself, going back to the example of photography, on one hand, I might be technically sound regarding cameras about how they work, what features they have, and all that you need to know about how a camera functions and takes photos. But I rarely click any great photos, nor do I have a sense of photography. But on the other hand, I know someone who clicks great photos and does not necessarily have the technical knowledge of how cameras function. So now, if you see, each of us has a missing element to complete the whole cycle. Can you guys tell me to whom you would tag photography as passion and photography as profession to? No, right? In the above example, we both have something we are naturally inclined to. For me, it's the geeky technical details of a camera and for the other person, the natural sense of photography. And I think this is the natural order of the nature. Nothing is going to be handed to you on a platter. We might call it by different names as passion, profession, god-gifted or talented, but there's always this one element that is usually missing no matter what and no matter who. Invest in the small things. I'm going to refer back to the onion example. you will have to buy the onion in the first place to even cut it and make the whole dish passion and profession are just like ingredients in a dish where passion acts as sugar and profession as salt there's no dish where we add both salt and sugar in equal quantities imagine a whole meal with a variety of dishes some are salty and spicy and the others are made out of sugar and sweetness you get the satisfaction of a nice meal only after you taste all the varieties in your meal passion and profession along with the same lines act as ingredients to your day to day lifestyle they go hand in hand to recall my own journey till now i have had the opportunity of working with different organizations over the past 4 years one thing i have observed is this major divide between people who do their work with passion and the ones who look at it as pure profession it's about the desire to teach and to be the student at the same time A person who is passionate about the things he does will always be excited and happy to show you his craft and the way he functions and will bring you up to speed at the same time if you ask them to help by giving their 100% any hour of the day. And on the same lines, a person who considers the same thing their profession is usually uptight and if you ask them to teach about how things work, would be hesitant at first and also if they teach you, they'll only give you the half-baked info. This is purely because of their fear of you outgrowing them and becoming good at it. 
we might not be seeking knowledge from them with that intention but they will always have that fear of not being relevant anymore but a person who teaches you with passion the ones you usually recognize as mentors would love to see their students outgrow them and the best part of spending time with mentors who are passionate is that they can go around from being a teacher to being a student when they see something they want to learn from you or in general anywhere around them This is a life skill we all have to learn to live a mindful life. The skill of being a teacher and a student at the same time. And also knowing the fact that everything under the sun is already done creating. We are just learning things. We are not the creators. Everything is already been created. So be the teacher in your passion and be the student in your profession. This will keep you balanced and grounded. and that brings us to the end of today's podcast and i would like to leave you with the statement until next friday give it a thought if a profession teaches you sympathy passion will teach you empathy ciao thank you for listening to our episode on it's okay brought to you by stencer the mind chapter please do rate and subscribe to our podcast and please do not forget to share your experience and thoughts on our podcast do remember that this is coming from our experiences only we are not medical professionals this is purely from our journey towards mental health and at our core we are architects by profession with the design initiative part of stencer the design chapter where we help our audience design beautiful living spaces to enhance their lifestyle if you're looking to revamp your spaces feel free to reach out to us via email and also check out our latest projects on instagram read the description for more information